The weekend's here and we're picking up the tempo today, Sunday, getting ready for the new week ahead. You're listening to the original Anchor Station providing tech talk tips and observations. This is Avi Uniglick, your tech concierge, and I've been providing remote room service to clients around the world and supporting on-site clients for over 30 years. You can contact me anytime at www.askavi.com on Twitter at A-S-K-A-V-I-E. Our open buffet of Tech Gourmet Q&A is still fresh and going strong. Grab your favorite beverage, put on your comfortable headphones, and I invite you to be part of the audio show. If you've got questions, I've got answers. Just call in, comment on any segment, offer up your own tips, suggestions, or ideas. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. If you've never called before, what are you waiting for? Stay tuned. More Tech Talk tips coming right up. Hey, Avi. Positive Vibes here. Um, I don't believe I ever called you yet, so this is my first call to you. Um, but I just want to say congrats first off. Uh, you, Eileen, I believe Dr. Anchor Nation. I haven't checked it out yet, but uh, I think it's an amazing idea. Your knowledge, you've helped me and so many other people. But... Um, just wanted to say that uh, you enjoy your weekend and uh, take care. Avi, what's going on, man? See you sitting there pretty at that number seven spot. Just straight crushing it, man. A lot of dope people on this app, man. And the people on the charts are really killing it and just putting out some really valuable content, man. So congrats on you being a part of that. Hope that's really helped you get out your message and everything. And that's another reason why I wanted to reach out to you to see if you could check out my recent segment about are we using Anchor correctly. And I just want to see what people think about it. Um, I'm just trying to push people's imagination, I guess, on this app and see if we can figure out the best way to use it that will benefit the listeners and the creators on here. And so I would really value your opinion. And so if you could check it out and drop a comment on what you think or call in. And then also if you could give it an echo. That way we could see what other people in this community think, man. Would really, really appreciate that. So just uh, congrats on the success, man. Keep crushing it. Keep pushing it. Talk to you soon. D Green, thank you, my friend, for calling in. Thank you for your accolades. I do appreciate that. And I listened in on your segment, and I appreciate what you're saying. One thing, and I think you'll learn this from listening to the Record with Friends I just did with Kevin Touch and Chris Lee. The key element of Anchor is the social interaction and engagement factor. The fact that you can incorporate others in your podcast. The fact that you can incorporate the relationship in the podcast. The feedback, the immediate interaction with others who are expressing ideas and you expressing ideas back and forth. This is the missing element, my friend, that you don't have in ellipsin that you don't have in other areas so to limit yourself to believe that it's this one directional audio element that's important is a complete nearsighted view of the application certainly you can direct people to other platforms you can introduce people to other things but it's the fact that you need to bring people from those other platforms into anchor 
to continue the conversation, not redirect anchor to other places, which you could always do. There's no problem giving attribution links to your podcasts, to your YouTube videos, to your social media, other sites, to your other websites. That's all great, and I think it's an integral component. However, the central focus, in my opinion, should be anchor, and that is the key element because it's through the social aspect of audio that makes Anchor a head and shoulders cut above any other audio platform at the present time. The fact that we have the ability to get comments, to invite people from other media in here using Lipson, using your YouTube, using your Facebook, using your Twitter, get people to notice you, what you're doing in Anchor, and invite them into Anchor to interact with you. Take that information, and as Queen Eileen mentioned on your station, use that as a catapult and as a feed to your other places so that they can hear that interactive voice and the relationships that you're building. And you'll find much more incredible value than simply recording, pushing out content, and expecting people to value that. The time limitation, it really is an issue of whether the information is valuable to the listener or not. People will take the time to listen to things that they find important to them, relatable to them, and of value to them. So if you go longer, and to me, there's no handicap in stringing together multiple five-minute segments versus doing one full blast audio because when people are listening, rarely are they holding the phone in their hand waiting for that audio to stop. Normally, people are either listening with headphones on, they're taking a walk, they're doing exercises, they're working in their home or office, and they're in their car. They're listening to the information, just like they listen to radio. And it doesn't matter. It, it, you don't listen to radio because it's got short content on it or maybe just individual songs. And you want to hear the entire station. So you want to listen to that particular station because you have an interest in the content that station provides. And you'll find that you have no true limitation. You need to value and respect people's time However, give them a reason to listen to longer form content and they'll do it. I hope you understand and I invite you guys to listen and comment on D Green's information. I'm going to echo his particular segment and then you can respond back on his station so you can hear his point of view and I always appreciate other people's point of view. D, thank you man. Thanks for uh, identifying what you're doing and thank you for bringing yourself to my attention because I didn't know you existed. Till you called in. And that's a key element of what Kevin Touch has expressed in his information on the call today. Thanks so much, man. Have a great weekend. Hey, Avi. It's Dr. Babe. I know it's late, but um, I'm trying to do something. And it's not letting me do what I wanted to do. I want to make an episode for Anchor, but I don't want it to sink to iTunes is there a way to separate them like is there a feature in the works if it's not already there now that you can have a selection of whether it syncs to iTunes or not 
You get me? Thanks in advance for your thoughtful response. Dr. Babe, you've recognized one of the limitations of creating a podcast from your episode section. Once you commit to producing episodes and then pushing them to podcasts, every episode you put out right now goes out through your podcast RSS feed. That is the challenge, and it was recognized early on by many of us as being one, just as you have. You're discovering some very unique issues with Anchor that are being addressed by the Anchor team. Not as quickly, perhaps, as we'd like, but they are being addressed. We have recommended, I personally have recommended, a toggle switch where you could actually check off whether you want a specific episode to go to your podcast or not. That's one possibility. Another possibility is having dual channels in your episode section. One would be a podcast channel. That's the one that you would feed your episodes that you want to go out. The other could be simply designed for localized episodes that you don't want to push out. Things that may be less public-oriented, maybe less formal. That's another approach. One that basically becomes a public archive of everything you've done in your 24-hour station. It would be ideal. To get around what you're describing currently, what many of us are doing is producing a station exclusively for the podcast. So on that station, all you do is produce podcast-worthy episodes. The other station would contain content that would not go out. You just have episodes and the thing. But the challenge with that is getting content from one station to the other and allowing that content to go in your episodes because what you'll recognize very quickly is that when you echo a segment, even if you echo it from your own station to another one of your own stations, it is not permitted to be used as a segment in your episode. You can't add it. You can't add an echoed or shared uh, segment to your own episode, even if you're the one that produced it. The only way to do it is to produce it on the outside. You'd actually have to export it from the one station, get it out of Anchor, and then re-import it to the other station through your clip tool. A hassle at best, and uh, at the very least, uh, very, very inconvenient. So, knowing this, that's what your strategy needs to be built upon. And uh, that hopefully will be in the next uh, major release. I don't see it as being one that would be added as a sub-release item, but it could be. The team has been diligently working, and they haven't put out a major update to the app recently. They normally do a, a minor update almost every week. You could expect it around Thursday or Friday. Of course, the holidays are here, so things are probably going to be less volatile uh, during the, the month of uh, November, December. You'll likely see some action come the first of the year. But let's see what happens. We have some great members of the team that have come on board that are working diligently behind the scenes. We don't know what they're doing in their secret laboratory, <laughs> but we will learn very soon what they have in store for us. But that's our handicap at this moment. Figure it out. 
We all have worked around it at this point, and I know you can too. Thanks so much for calling in. Love the interaction. And uh, one of these days, we'll do a record with friends. You let me know when it's convenient for you. I know you're in the Cayman Islands. What a great place to be. Bet you the weather's phenomenal right now. Thanks so much. Take care. Hey, Avi, what's up, man? Been a minute since I called in. Um, I just finished streaming a movie, Running Scared, with Billy Crystal and the late great Gregory Hines. But it hit me, this whole um, net neutrality thing. Should we content creators be worried? I mean, because, you know, especially like on like YouTube, I mean, because I I feel like there's some younger people who watch me who I've helped a lot and they're not going to be able to afford me, you know, to afford to maybe um, watch my content. So should we content creators be worried about this net neutrality thing? Reggie, so good to hear from you. And I like your question. I'm not so sure we are using the term in a way that we fully understand it. Let me ask my friend here what exactly net neutrality is. Hang on a second. Okay, Google, what's net neutrality? Net neutrality, the principle that Internet service providers should enable access to all content and applications regardless of the source and without favoring or blocking particular products or websites. So that's the basic premise beside, behind net neutrality, Reggie. So what I'm trying to understand is what you believe it is because why would cost be a factor here in terms of preventing others. This net neutrality is really designed to provide better access for users of the internet, not less or more restricted or more expensive. Now, if a particular provider suggests that, hey, for us to give you content from all different sources, we need to charge more for it, that would be an interesting premise. I'm not so certain that's the idea behind it, uh, but if that's what you're Leaning toward, I'd like to hear more about that. But uh, the movie you watched, I thought, was a pretty good movie. I don't know if I've seen it recently. But, uh, you know, that we have to understand something, though. Copywritten material, however you streamed it, is copywritten material. So there are legal aspects to acquiring information and then illegal aspects to that. So if net neutrality prevents the illegal submission and transmission of information, I think it's doing people more of a favor than it is a disservice. If people are going to, you know, it's always bothered me as a musician, my friend, that music has become so ubiquitous and easy to transmit and transfer. When I was younger, the only way to get music was not through digital means, but it was through either vinyl or a recording that required as much expense to duplicate as it was to buy. So it was easier for people just to go to a record store and buy the music. Today, people say, why should I buy the music? My buddy's got it. I'll just rip it. I'll just wipe it. I'll just grab it. You know. And kids have been gr- brought up 
in this particular environment in the past 20 years. So they expect music to be free, regardless of the protective rights that the musician and the, and the, and the publishers have produced. So it bothers me tremendously that the rights have been eroded. They haven't truly been eliminated. People still have rights, but it's really much harder to protect people's rights. So I would prefer that people respect copyrights, that trademarks and other intellectual property be protected in such a way that the only way to get at it is to pay the royalty that people deserve. They produced it, they went to the expense and effort, and they have the talent. Why shouldn't they be rewarded for that? Those that want to give it away for free, God bless them, they should. There's a lot of people that like to self-promote. They can't afford someone to, to publish it and, and do things for them and promote. So the best way for them to get the music out is to give it away. However, many people deserve to be rewarded once that recognition is earned and that's the way I see it. So give me some feedback on what you just heard me say and uh, relate it to what your understanding was so that maybe I'm missing something in your interpretation of net neutrality. And anyone that would like to chime in on the topic, I'm more than willing to interact and talk about it because uh, I think it's a good one. Thanks, man. Great to hear from you, Reggie. I've been missing you on the, what? The Wednesdays? What's up, Wednesday? Where you been? Where you been? Ah, Reggie, digging a little deeper, I understand your concern. You're talking about the repeal of net neutrality, not net neutrality in its current state. And, of course, the chairman of the FCC has some issues with the way things are going. A former executive with Verizon, he's got a vested interest in supporting the companies that are destined to profit from this, all of the ISP providers who will have to pay fees to get additional coverage and who will likely pass those fees on to the consumer, just like they do in bundling the services that are available to cable providers or cable subscribers, I'm sorry. So if you want to have HBO, you pay extra for that. If you want to have a higher speed service on your internet, you pay extra for that. And if you want to have access, you got to pay extra for that. So how neutral is that? This was brought up for vote a few years ago, okay? And it, you know, sorely lost. But right now, it looks like there's a potential for it to pass. I'm going to put a link in the comment section to a recent article on Forbes that describes this so our readers and listeners can pull information and understand it just a little bit better. Uh, I, I am concerned about this. I haven't been tracking this in the news I've uh, been paying a lot more attention to some other technical issues, but it's one to be wary of and one to be concerned about. And I don't know, sometimes you just wonder what the administration has up their sleeve with regard to this particular approach. Now, the Federal Communication Commission has jurisdiction here in the U.S. How will this affect global usage of Internet? I'm not so 100 uh, percent sure. But it certainly will impact U.S. users without a doubt. Let's see what happens with this. And, uh, you know, if you can get your vote in to your congressman, make sure they know your position as a user. It's the only thing you can do in this democratic uh, society, right? Yeah, hate to see it happen. 
Okay, Avi. Um, from what I was gathering, the your internet um, service provider was going to charge you a fee to go to um, channels like YouTube and charge you an extra fee for going to uh, Hulu and and um, um, uh, not Redbox. Ah, oh, I can't even Netflix. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but um. Yeah, that's what I was understanding. Um, it's been a lot of rumors and stuff going on, going around about this, and, and it's getting kind of kind of confusing. So I thought I would come to you because because you the man. If I have a tech question, I know go to Avi. Thank you, Reggie. Thank you for clearing that up, <clears throat> and now. You know, we both have a full understanding of the issue. So the net neutrality that is currently in place is one that people want. That's the fair model. Taking net neutrality away is a major concern. And most consumers, most users of the Internet would not be favorable toward this type of decision. Now, the concern I have is that I'm not 100% clear how this is even getting close to a passing vote. This is uh, almost, you know, a non-democratic decision, one that needs to be scrutinized, one that people need to speak up. And I can tell you, there will be absolute anarchy in this country if this particular law gets overturned. Because from that perspective, they are really making a major change and effect to the Internet. While the Internet has become more and more you know, democratic in terms of its ability to reach everyone. Neutral is the key word. People of all different economic groups have equal access. Now, I can tell you, not everybody has the same Internet speed. They don't. People currently, even with net neutrality, are paying higher fees for higher speed. However, the speed limitation is not restricting access. So... While people will pay more to get higher speed, just like people will pay more for faster cars and better, you know, homes and whatever. That's just a matter of, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, economics. The bottom line here is, do you restrict people that can't afford it from getting to the information that rich people can get to because they can afford it? That's the question. And do you limit people that need access to information, school children, schools, everything is going to have a ripple effect throughout society if, in fact, the Internet is affected in this manner. So it uh, really concerns me, you know, and, and these are the types of issues that keep me up at night. I just don't appreciate the fact that governments can come into play, rule and base decisions on the minority to impact large companies because really the only people going to be benefiting from this are companies and perhaps stockholders of those companies that are going to see rewards in the profit margins going up that's the key and a very big concern so thanks for bringing this to my attention uh now i have agita for the rest of the day and i'll have to deal with that hopefully with a dose of some eagles winning uh attitude here around 1 p.m eastern time looking forward to that game so right now, I can stream that through my cable company without uh, any additional fees. But uh, 
you know, what, what are we going to do? Reggie, what are we going to do? Speak up. You got to speak up. Get in touch with your congressperson. Get in touch with your representatives. Make sure that your vote is heard and make sure that they're aware that you do not want this to pass. The repeal of net neutrality would be an awesome knife in our backs in terms of progress with internet communication. Internet should be free to the extent that we pay for the service, but it's available. What's going to happen to free Wi-Fi? You think you'll still be able to get that? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you, man. Um, um, especially when it comes to audio and visual arts. Um, I used to be a, a um, engineer and producer. So, yeah, I have that music background, and I, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, and um, the uh, what's up Wednesdays, man? I miss it. I'm gonna bring it back. It's just that um, um, I felt like it was getting oversaturated a little, so I had to pull just pull it back. You know, um, I just been feeling. And also, I've been feeling kind of weird about uh, anchor. You know, um, so I just had to pull it back. But I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna bring it back because I miss it. I miss it, man. So um. Be on the lookout for it. And thank you for helping me getting get a better understanding on net neutrality. Sheena stopping in over this holiday weekend just to give you a shout out, some accolades, and to let you know that I've heard you sing on Miss Eileen Station today, and you have one incredible voice. And I really want you to know that you are outstanding. And you should do more musical content. You probably do. I just haven't heard it myself. But I'm going to look forward to hearing more. And I do appreciate what you're doing here on Anchor. You're making a lot of friends and making a lot of scoring a lot of points in terms of relationship building. And that is key to a great and really rewarding experience here on Anchor. And I know you've come and touched me with your beautiful words. And I always appreciate that. So keep up the great work. Keep your spirits high, and this new year is going to be a renewal year for you and for many that are going to have some. Hey, Avi, this is Sheena Diane. You totally made my day with that call-in, talking about giving somebody a big head. Um, thank you. That was so flattering, and I really, really appreciate you saying that I have a good voice. Um, I actually am very shy when it comes to singing. I don't really like singing in front of people. Um, I used to do a lot of karaokeing when I was younger, and then I got to sing at my high school graduation, which was a pretty big accomplishment. But um, as I grow, grew older, I, I didn't really like singing in front of people. I kind of leave it for the shower. <laughs> but thank you so much for that. I've been goofing around on people's sites. Um, I call into Tim and sing for him on Saturdays. And then, of course, I, I sing Hallelujah. Um, and then... I also called into Jesse Music, and I believe I sang Do You Hear What I Hear um, to him. But, you know, just goofing around. It just makes me feel good to know that you felt that it sounded good. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it, and I look forward to hearing from you again. This is your Tech Talk Tip Tidbit for 11-26-17. We're watching the Eagles, and they are crushing the Bears 24 nothing. But I wanted to let you know that KT just gave me an update and said, Avi, have you checked out the leaderboard? Have you seen that they expanded the leaderboard, not just to the top 20, but they expanded it to the top 50. What a great 
great change. I'd like to see the top 100, top 500 in there because it gives more people opportunity to be seen. And many of the people that have been in the top 20 are now appearing in this leaderboard of top 50. Check it out. Explore some favorites there, people you may have never heard before, and you will find some great value in the expansion and the community building that's available just through that area. And don't just rely on the top 50. I want you to meet the people that are interacting with the top 50 because that will expand your reach to a bunch of phenomenal people. You have brand new people coming in, contacting the people that are in the leaderboard. And those people deserve just as much attention and support as the people in the leaderboard. The people in the leaderboard have the support. We want to expand our clout and ability to get attention on people that are interacting with everyone here. And the people that interact with those people are people you need to meet. So remember, this is community. This is what it's all about. And I think it's very, very important to expand your social presence through Anchor. It's Anchor that makes it audio for the people. Enjoy it. Have a great weekend.